Hey guys, do you find it difficult sometimes to wait for your girl to have an orgasm? I know it happens because there really is an orgasm gap. Women take a little bit longer to come than guys, but that's okay because there is a solution and that's Promescence Delay Spray. Now, I know a lot of you guys are thinking like, oh, I don't have a getting it up problem, but Promescence Delay Spray is not just for guys with PE. It's for any guy that wants to last longer in bed without having to worry about lasting longer in bed. And that's because it's not going to totally numb you out. And don't worry, it's not going to transfer to your partner. They also have for your partner a whole line of women's products. Try their warming gel. That is what I use and I effing love it. They also have supplements called Vitaflux for both men and women. It'll make you both hornier. They sell lube, they sell condoms, they have everything you need for a really hot night of sex. So go to promescent.com slash strictly anon. That's promescent.com slash strictly anon to get all your promescent products. They have free shipping, they have a 60 day money back guarantee and your package is going to arrive discreetly, so no one's going to know what the F you bought. <laughs> That's promescent.com slash strictly anon, or just go to the description and click on the link. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. With Kathy. Sorry, I think it's funny because I like sing my intros and I can't stop. Uh, if you haven't followed the Strictly Anonymous podcast on Instagram and Twitter, go follow me now at Strict Anonymous. I'm at Strict Anonymous on Instagram, Twitter. I'm at Strict Anonymous on YouTube. If you want to go subscribe to my show, comment on the episodes, go over to my YouTube. If you're listening on a podcast app, make sure to uh, follow my show there so that all my episodes just go into your phone. That's what I do. I follow all the ep- podcasts that I listen to. So I get the episodes up and early. Um, I post three episodes a week. If you want to be on the show, it's called Strictly Anonymous because I change everybody's voices if you want, if you have an interesting, naughty secret life or it just a naughty, interesting life that you want to talk about, that's not even a secret. Uh, you could be on the show. Send me an email, strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com or go to my website, strictly anonymous podcast.com and click on be on the show or go to Instagram or Twitter, DM me at strict anonymous. Or you could also call my confessions hotline. That number is 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call there and leave a naughty confession if you want. I change the voices on there as well. I post those on my Patreon. I also have anonymous pics of all of my guests over my Patreon. My Patreon is fun. I also do like Q&As over there and polls and stuff. Just $5 a month. You get all the episodes early ad-free plus like the back catalog of everything. If you sign up, you get all the past two years that I've been on Patreon. You get all that content plus everything moving forward. It's $5 a month. You could cancel at any time. I have pics of Jade who's on today and she's really hot. So you'll, you can see those if you want. Uh, but that's my guest today. Her name is Jade. Now in the beginning you hear me saying like, oh, it's going to be Jade and then her husband Thomas. But Thomas never made it on because Jade was just talking and wound up filling up the whole hour. So we just kept her on. Jade and Thomas have been married for a while. They eventually opened up their relationship. But the way they opened up is kind of different and more specific and and specific it's kind of different than a lot of my other couples who open up their relationships and go hook up and have threesomes because they only have done it with high-end escorts okay they they get a five-star hotel they hire a high uh what is it called (laughs) high-end escort and they get down now how that came about they talk about it 
ha- who they hired, she talks about it. It happens to be two guys and two girls. So sometimes I say too much in the uh, intro, but I'm going to give you the scoop of what she's going to talk about because you don't get the details. You're going to hear her give all the details, but they hired two women. They hired two guys and she goes into the whole story of what went down with each of them. She does talk a lot about why they do it this way in Australia. It's legal so they could hire through this escorting. And she, she gives a name of the guy she hired because he happens to be one of the guys she hires he happens to be kind of famous and he's been on a lot of youtube shows and stuff so maybe people have heard of him uh her guy loves seeing her with other guys and he prefers for the guys that they hire to have really big dicks so that is like their thing and let me tell you this couple was not always like that he was a guy that was like i could never see you with someone else and now he's like not only totally down with it he loves it and he wants her to be with guys who are bigger than him he likes to film it he loves to watch it uh she has done stuff with women she is not into seeing him with the women but he is able to get blowjobs from them so that has gone down she does a little fooling around with the women she talks about exactly what has happened with all of them all of the stories uh how opening up the relationship and doing This kind of stuff with other people has only helped their relationship and made their sex life even better. Uh, She gets totally into it, talks all about it, gives all the details. So I'm going to get right back on. So I'm going to get right to it and be right back on with Jade. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Hi, Jade. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. I think you just said you're so excited to be on. (laughs) I am. I'm so excited to be such a a huge podcast. It's been over 500 episodes, I think, right? Yeah, almost. I mean, I'm going to be at 600 soon. So you're like going to be my, I don't know. I've taped a lot more though. Like I'll probably tape 700 episodes. (laughs) But I have you on first, Jade. And then we are going to have your husband on. I like doing things a little bit different. Sometimes I have the guy in first and I leave the girl as a teaser at the end, because most of my listeners love right. when they hear from the girl, but we're going to do you first. Now, what I love about your story, yes. there is a little bit of a twist that I haven't heard mm-hmm. about. You know, you are a hot wife. You're a couple that yes. you share or you have, you bring other people into your relationship, but you stick to high end ex- escorts, right? Are you a hot wife or are you like a cuck queen? I mean, is it that you're just sharing? Are you are these high end? I'm assuming when you say high end escorts, it's females, <laughs> or is it men? I mean, who are you guys hanging out with that you're paying for? Okay, so I don't know how how to sort of start this. So the we do use an escort agency here in Australia, which is considered a high end escort agency. Yeah, they have females and they also have males. Um, we've used a female twice and we've used a male twice. Oh, interesting. So you stick though to that. <laughs> yeah. If you're interested in, I think the most we've ever paid is $1,700 for two hours. Is that US dollars? Sorry. Oh no, this is Australian dollars. Oh, okay. I got to do the conversion. I don't know what conversion. <laughs> it's, yeah. So, um, yes. Okay, let's anyway. go. Okay, but I find this fascinating. And and that's what you only strictly do. You have never brought in a man yes. or a woman outside of no. that escort agency that you, right? That you've met on the apps or anything? Correct. Yes. Yeah, so um so we use an escort agency um based on the fact I've got a few rules and obviously catching feelings is one of the rules. And um I think I just I've got not that I've got high morals or anything, but I just feel that um, if you use apps, you might end up with married men, and then the other the wife doesn't know about it, that kind of thing. And, and um, I feel like with escort agencies, you can also sort of cater to what you want, and they uh, adhere to the rules. Yeah, I can think of a lot of reasons why yeah. it makes sense, absolutely, and would work. But let's go back to the beginning, though. How did you even decide? Because I remember in your email or wherever you, t- I think you DM me on Instagram, were you saying like, oh, if you would have told me I was, I would be doing this five years ago, I'd be like, no yes. fucking way. So how yeah. did you guys even get to this point where you were going to this escort agency and hiring your first person? Yes. So I'll give you a bit of backstory. Yeah. We've been married since 2019. 
but going out for 13 years now. My husband's only had one girlfriend before me and I had slept with probably about 10, 11 men before him. There is an age gap, so he is five years younger than me. Mm-hmm. And so both of us, obviously he's only had the one relationship, but both of us have pretty much been monogamous in the relationships that we've had. By the way, you sent me pictures and um, you look like you're 12. I mean, look, you look really young. Oh, so okay. I'm, I'm 41. I know, I know. And that's I'm like, oh, she looks damn good. <laughs> I, I'm not going to show your yeah. face pics on my Patreon, but they'll be anonymous. But I saw your face. And I'm like, oh, she looks like a baby. Oh, so, you. of course, you naturally would be more suited for a younger guy because you, you probably look more his age than your age, you know? Yeah, I do. I do. And so now that he's, uh, yeah, he won't, he won't let me sing this, but he, he is going bald and he, we, we look the same age. <laughs> yeah, who hate that, but. He's um yeah he would do look the same age. No, you probably um, look younger than him. <laughs> probably he's got he works very hard, a lot of stress. Um, so what was I saying? I've lost my I've lost yeah, my train of thought. Yeah, that's my fault because I interrupt people and people complain. <laughs> no, so you're married for all that time. There's the age gap. Yeah. You're both monogamous. Yeah. Before. And then, yeah, and so somewhere nine years into our relationship. I bring up the fact that I had a very drunken threesome with a friend of mine and her guy at the time. And it was something I can't even really remember. And it was like a drunken mess. But I bring this up and all of a sudden he's super interested and he's asking all these questions and tell me about it. And I can't remember any of it because it's like, this was years ago. We were drunk. I don't even, I can barely remember what happened, but he just gets super excited at the idea. And obviously I I think, oh, it's because it's two girls and one guy and that's every guy's fantasy. And it was at the time his fantasy as well, obviously. And um, I think with my husband, he's, he's very gentle and he's really, um, he's very, he does everything for me and I just saw him in a new light. The fact that this aroused him made me feel like he he was more, I don't know, just he would just look different to me because I always, he's got this ex- extremely squeaky clean image. So he his line of work, he has to be super conservative. So he's really conservative. He's got a really squeaky clean image. So when you sort of find out these things about your partner, you think, oh, you are just like, you know, other guys you do have these (laughs) fantasies and interests it was kind of it was kind of relieving yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so from there um we started to talk to each other about our fantasies and then we thought oh oh let's have a look at this escort agency and we didn't do anything for I reckon about a year we didn't do anything it was really just toying with the idea playing with the communication got a lot better as everyone will always tell you um and we yeah, it was just a lot of the, it was a lot of sex talk in the bedroom. If if that helps, um, leading up to it, it was a lot of a lot of talking about it in the bedroom. Yeah, and I think it's safe to say that a lot of people will say it it didn't it's it helps a relationship, but it didn't. We didn't need it to enhance a relationship. But every you hear a lot of people who swing will say, "Oh, our com- communication improved," and it really does in, improve. And your sex gets better leading up to it, and you have more of it leading up to it. And even after it, you have more sex. But it wasn't something that we needed. Um, so he had—he's the first guy that I've ever used sex toys with because I've not really believed in sex toys before him. And then we started going to sex shops and using sex toys and. I'm like, me and my friend were laughing because we were like, oh, my God, we discovered vibrators at 37. Like, we've been missing out on these orgasms for years. Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool, too. Send me an email, strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. That's strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictly anonymous podcast.com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347 420 That's 347 420 You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. Hey guys. 
Have you ever had a night where you just like couldn't get it up? <laughs> I know that that happens sometimes. And I can imagine that's like every guy's biggest fear. Well, now you don't have to worry because RexMD is here. RexMD is FDA approved and the most trusted leader in men's telehealth. They make getting generic and branded Viagra or Cialis easy. Everything is online. No more embarrassing trips to your doctor and it's delivered discreetly to your door. It's fast, it's simple, and it's cheap. Did you know Viagra can cost $90 a pill? RexMD has a generic Viagra that's just as effective for as low as $2 a pill. And they don't just have ED medications. They have other medications as well that help sexual health, hair growth, pain relief, and sleep aid. RexMD has already helped over 300,000 guys gain confidence quickly and conveniently, and now they're here to help you. Take advantage of their best deal yet by heading over to rexmd.com slash strictly. Our exclusive deal is going to save you up to 90% off. You'll pay just $2 per dosage. Starting packs of generic Viagra or Cialis are now available for listeners to get started. That's (laughs) rexmd.com slash strictly for up to 90% off. That's rexmd.com slash strictly. Go there now or just go to the description and click on the link for up to 90% off. So we went from sex toys to dirty talk in the bedroom and obviously, and then to looking at girls and yeah, it's always fun. <laughs> Sounds really bad because I don't know how to say this, but it's always really fun looking at the pictures of the escorts and it's kind of like shopping, yeah. but you know, not in a, in a derogatory way. I don't want to say that. Um, obviously it's all legal and they, they're, there's a, um, you know, they have to be registered and they get their shot and not their shots, they get their blood tested every three months and things like that. Oh, wait, wait, wait. It's yeah, so, so, that's interesting. It, it, it is legal in Australia. I didn't know that. Yes. Mm-hmm. It is legal, um, not on the street. I'm pretty sure it's not on the street. I think it's legal the way, yeah, this escort agency is a legitimate escort agency. I'm one of the guys that we have used has been, I'll send you the link later on actually, has been on YouTube and and he's promoted it. Right, right, right. Um, Okay, Yeah, so Mm -hmm. so they they need to be registered. Obviously, they can't just do it out the back of a car and they, they, yeah, they, they get tested for STDs every three months and things like that. Now, when you first started to go look and you decided, oh, let's go looking for people, was the fantasy that you guys were role playing out, was it you and him and a girl at first? Yes. Mm-hmm. So it was me and him and a girl at first. And um, yeah, so and that was it worked for us. And he used to say, oh, I could never imagine you with another male. Um, When we first met, I'll go back a bit. He wasn't controlling, but he was very insecure. Uh And he would always say things like, you're too good for me. You're too pretty for me. When are you going to leave? You know, that kind of thing. So, and I hear this a lot. This is why it's interesting is I hear a lot of the men on your show often start out either controlling or insecure and they get to this point, which is really interesting where they're like, yeah, I want to watch my wife have sex with another man. Yeah. And it seems to be a going trend. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And um, yeah, yeah, I think it's interesting. I've heard someone say once it's only as big of a deal as you make it. um, And I believe that that's true. And I think there is a, there you're sort of elated once you see your wife with another man and then they don't leave. And yeah, so I think, I think that kind of fills you with some reassurance. Like if she wants yeah I don't know do you know what I'm saying yeah yeah that what like your biggest fear yeah, yeah. actually like, happened but the like what you yeah were, but you what haven't you gone was, anywhere yeah but well, yeah right but what you thought was going to happen didn't happen not like what your biggest fear was your biggest fear is that they're going to leave you but you wind up opening it up and they don't and they're there and your relationship is just better yeah. for it so you wind up being more secure yeah correct correct that's right. right. So the first thing is that you're looking for another woman. Now, in that scenario, when you're looking yes. for another woman, because you were saying, you know, he was not interested in seeing you with another man. Were you at that point interested in seeing him with another woman or were you interested in being with another woman yourself? Like what was what were you guys fantasizing about? OK, yeah. Um, so it was, so the deal, uh, what he wanted to see is it's always been, I wanted to, I want to see you with another woman. I want to see you with another woman. Yeah. 
Um, and I don't consider myself bisexual at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess I like anything from the waist up, which to me doesn't make you bisexual, but that's just me. Like I'm not into vaginas at all, much to his disappointment. Um, <laughs> but you like tits. <laughs> yeah, I like boobs and it yeah. has to be like really big boobs. And I think because I don't have any boobs, yeah. um, well, I've got some, um, but yeah, I just think I want to see some boobs. So mm-hmm. we had a look for a girl who was really womanly um, and we ended up oh, we ended up finding a girl on this escort agency and the first one didn't go so great. Um, it, was, it was a lot of mixed emotions. Um, so she ended up not, and it's really bad, not looking like her photos at all, um, <laughs> which is, but she was lovely. Um, and we, you know, she came in and obviously we're just newbies and we, no one knows how to get this party started. And um, eventually <laughs> yeah she had brought out like a game, you know, like one of those dice games where you like lick necks and suck boobs or whatever. And, and then we, I ended up making out with her on the couch and then led to the bedroom. Um, and she went down on me, but I just could not bring myself to go down on her. And it's going to sound really bad. I don't know if I can say it, but she was quite smelly down there. No, that's terrible. (laughs) I mean, you could say it, but that's fucked up. Yeah. Did you ask for your money back? Yeah. No, (laughs) you know, anyway, she, uh, yeah, really smelly, really fishy, and I'm already not into vaginas, and it, it completely put me off, so I just let her eat me out. And yeah. my husband um, was initially not going to join in because he was like, I don't want to join in. I just want to watch. I just want to see. Um, and I dragged him into it, but <laughs> all she did was give him a blowjob. And he's, to this day, we, we've had two threesomes with women. To this day, he's never put his dick in anyone else, and he doesn't want to put his dick in anyone else. And it's I, I don't know. Sounds really bad, but it's probably something I don't know if I could get over or if I could unsee. And I hate that because he lets me do what I do, but then I can't wrap my head around the other thing. This is very common, by the way. It's very common. I mean, haven't you heard like uh, so many other women on my show? No, but haven't you? Ember, some of yeah, my most hardcore, some of my most yep. hardcore girls who are down for so much have that same thing and yeah. but let me tell you you know what is consistent in those stories the fact that their guy doesn't fucking care you know the other you know who cares yeah. the people okay. listening the people listening fucking care the people <laughs> that aren't involved but the guy you know in that yeah. the situation never cares it's always the type of guy that's like you know they're just happy that they have the variety and all the other stuff they're not like you know gonna look a gift horse in the mouth <laughs> so I don't know I mean I've I've heard it so many times. I hear times. that, yeah. yeah. Um, so we have a we when we do these things, we tend to book a hotel room, like a really nice, fancy, super expensive hotel room. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of like it, I guess one of the rules is that you can't come back to the house. That's our family home. Yeah. Um, and so we're at this fancy place, and it, yeah, I ended up dragging him over to the bed, and he's like fighting it. And I was like, no, no, come on, let's just like blow you. And so we ended up giving him a blowjob, um, but then he didn't come so he ended up having sex with me in front of her and he said that that was the most best part of the night of the fact that he could have sex with me in front of someone and they were there he thought that was super hot yeah He's i could see that that's ex- like a little bit of a variety while the girl someone's watching yeah that's something new and then um so the next day was really good and we were like on this massive high and the day after that I just plummeted and I just felt like oh, I can't believe you let her do that you know typical woman thing <laughs> like such a he was he was fighting to like no 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 and then now I was like yeah it'll be fine and then all of a sudden I've cracked the shits which is you know yeah uh so wait what were you upset about the blowjob I was upset I don't know yeah I was okay, I was like yeah. really I don't know that's just real life I mean you can't you can't help that it's a very honest of you so the next so you're totally horny for the situation everything's really great but then you crash the next yeah. day and you're having second thoughts and you're flipping that's out a right. little bit mm-hmm. and it's um yeah it's interesting because um if you sometimes uh I think sometimes it depends you ask the, some questions and I think the answer to the, this question I can't remember 
if it is um it depends on how horny you are. Yeah. Like sometimes you you know you'll watch this like I'll watch porn and it'll be two women and a guy and I think that is so hot. But then like once I've come, I'll be like I don't want to do that. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> you know what I mean? Once yeah. you once you've had that release and yeah, once you've had that release, you just think oh no, I'm not into that. It's so funny. It just depends on your mood and it yeah. really does depend on my mood. Um. So sometimes now I even think okay, I reckon I'd like to watch him with another woman. And then if my mood switches, I'm like no, I can't watch him with another woman. <laughs> Right. Um, but again, it was um, reassuring, I guess, that he got a blowjob from someone else. I was there and that obviously we haven't broken up. So there's always that. And then we vowed we wouldn't do it again for like at all because it went so horribly wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we the first one was in 2019. And I think we got married towards uh, in the middle of 2019 and we ended up hiring another girl because we sat down and we spoke about the pros and what he liked about it and he was like oh that was super hot I like that and then we I spoke about what I didn't like and, and we were like you know part of it was fun and I think a lot of people will say you know um how was your first threesome and a lot of people say oh it was really shit but then if you think about your first sexual experience it was pretty probably pretty shit as well because no one knows what they're doing when they first have sex, we're one-on-one with somebody else, you know? Yeah, good point. So, yeah, the first one was the first one was shit. <laughs> and then we ended up talking about what we liked and this was super hot and he was like, I really liked when you did that. So we ended up uh, looking again um, and we found a girl who was uh, just so much, she had such a better energy for us. She was really, she was really fun to hang out with and we did it. We got married and then we did it about a week later. We went away and we she ended up coming away to meet us. Mm-hmm. And she stayed for two hours and there was a lot of drinking and walking around naked and there was a big hot tub in the middle of the room and it just it just flowed a lot better. And again, the only thing uh, he got from her was a blowjob, but he was, you know, letting him suck on her boobs and stuff like that. And he, he stays adamant that he doesn't want to put his dick in anyone else because he goes on about how good my vagina feels and no one else's vagina feels like your vagina and it's so perfect and I, like, I just don't mind. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And now what did you do with her? Same thing? She went down on you, you didn't go down on her? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I tried to go down on her and I just I just got into it. Like, I know, it's so funny. You're either, you're either... I don't know. You can either do it or you can't. So yeah. I tried a little bit and I was like, it's not really my thing. Um, and that's great. And this is the good thing about escorts is that, she, you know, that we know hurt feelings and you can come out and say, well, we're new. We don't know what we're doing. Can you take the lead? Um, you know, and this is, you can kind of cater it to what you want. You know, she brought toys, like a, a strap on to like fuck me with. And my husband was like, oh, that was super hot. I'm so glad she brought the strap on, you know, so things like that. And I think at the end of the day, you can also, in a nice way, kind of ask them to leave. And I just get scared that if we use something like Field or Tinder, that either someone will catch feelings, it won't be me, um, because my husband keeps telling me how cold I can be. Um, (laughs) But you can also, (laughs) you can also... um, yeah, you can also say, okay, it's time to go. Thank you so much. And, and yeah, and she was great. She stayed a little bit over, but she kept saying, whenever you guys want me to go, I'll go. One of you guys want to just, like, reclaim each other and, like, hang out? Oh, and we eventually said, oh, you can go now. She's like, yep, that's fine. Right, so right, it was right. a lot of fun, and she was just a better fit, yeah. Yeah, transactional sex a lot of times. Mm. That's, like, your thing. That's the benefit of it, that there, like you said, there are no yeah. kind of hurt feelings. You it Because it, it's transactional, you could... D- you know, you yeah. don't have to like, there's no girlfriend experience going on. You could just be straight up like this is we don't know what we're doing. Get it rolling and then fucking yeah. leave. <laughs> and everyone's fine with it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And we need someone like that. We're both pretty timid. Um, Yeah. So and then from those two experiences, my husband did say oh, I could never watch you with a man. So I was like, oh, of course, you know, you sound so typically male. And I hate it. Like I was like, of course, you want two women and one guy. And and uh, I have no idea how it got onto hot wifing, but it eventually did get onto me having sex with another guy. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I think we played a lot with the idea. He eventually started asking me about exes and tell me how this guy did it and this guy. You know, did you like it when he did it this way and that and that way? Yeah, and eventually it. it, it he felt comfortable enough to let me have sex with another man. And you um, went looking again uh, in the escort place because they had men. Yes. Mm-hmm. So the range of females on this website, is there are so many females on this website, but for the men, I reckon there's probably about 
there's probably about there was probably about 15 to 20 men but since covid the, it's ramped up there are a lot more men now and there's just a lot more people on there oh, but interesting. the the choice it yeah i know i just it's and they also offer things like um i don't know like um online stuff for you like you can you can dial in and watch them i suppose yeah um so i guess it's just was like extra cash during the lockdown everyone's like maybe i'll do this kind mm-hmm. of like only fans i suppose yeah right let me um, ask you so, this real quick the pricing is there a difference like are guys cheaper than the females or is the same guys are cheaper yeah <laughs> yes guys yeah. are cheaper and and what's interesting, so the guy that we used the second time, he's actually quite well known. He's quite famous and he uh, doesn't hide his face. So on a lot of these sites, the girls will hide their faces. Some don't. Um, but this one, this guy doesn't hide his face. Some of the guys hide their faces. Some of the guys don't. Can you give the um, name? Yeah. Of the escort agency. Of the guy, if he's famous. Or of Do the guy. Mind? Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah. So he's, he goes by Mr. Jake. Mr. Jake, um, okay. He's actually, yes. So he's actually a, um, he's actually British and mm-hmm. he, yeah, his face is out there and he promotes it. But I think what's interesting is he does a lot of radio interviews and he does a lot of YouTube interviews and a lot of, he's actually been on TV. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting is um, everyone has a real interest in men who escort and like women have these needs and women um, you know, they're teaching women how to be better in the bedroom or whatever, however they promote it. But if you see a female, there are never females on TV promoting it because I feel like when it's a woman who's an escort, immediately people will jump to, oh, something must have happened to her. Right. Why is she doing this? Mm-hmm. Um, and they see her yeah, as a when victim. It's a male, yeah, they see her as a they victim. They see her as a victim. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of these girls, you know, the one we hung out with, she was, <laughs> it sounds super cliche but she was putting herself through university yeah um so but she was and then she gave it a break for a while we noticed she's back at the moment we were like oh my god she's back we, you know, we should hook up with her again she was so much fun <laughs> yeah. but there is this stigma with the females that their daddy must have done something or mm-hmm. you know they've something's happened to them and then with the males it's like oh yeah there's a real there's a real need for a male escort and women need to use more male escorts and it's like it's it's so such a divide it's really frustrating hey want to get off like you've never gotten off before, (laughs) then you need to try omgs.com. OMGS is a website dedicated to women's sexual health and pleasure. They did the largest ever scientific study into what really turns women on and everything they found out is on omgs.com. And you get it all in up close and personal videos, everything from how to start and enhance your sexual pleasure, as well as go way beyond it. Besides being great for women, OMG, yes, is great for men too, and couples as well. Do you know that couples who explore new ways to increase their pleasure are five times more likely to be happier in their relationships and 12 times more likely to be sexually satisfied. Like, duh, it's a no-brainer. I use OMG, yes, and I love it. So what are you waiting for? Go to omgs.com slash strictly anon for a special discount. That's OMG Y-E-S dot com slash strictly anon. That's O-M-G-E-S dot com slash strictly anon for a special discount. Or just go to the description and click on the link to get your discount now. But yes, the women are more a lot more expensive than the men mm-hmm. um, and the, the men are a lot cheaper. But And the way we picked our escorts were that uh, they obviously they get reviews, and if there was an escort that had zero reviews, um, you can actually type in what you're looking for. Like some of the men won't uh, do wives in front of their husbands, so you have to like type in couples. Oh, interesting. Or you have to type yeah. So yeah, so there is a filter. Um, some uh, some guys are bi, and we didn't want anyone bisexual, which is you know just that yeah, it's just us. Mm-hmm. So you can, um, a lot of the girls will only do one-on-one and they don't do couples and some, yeah. So you can really filter it down, um, to what you need. And you knew that yeah. you wanted to be with the guy and your husband was just going to watch or was he going to participate? Um, so it was, it was going to be how the night played out. 
Okay. So, um, we did we didn't know. So mm-hmm. he was like, I think I'll just watch. Oh, maybe I'll join in. Oh, maybe I'll just watch. All depends on the guy. Yeah. Um. So the guy I picked, the first guy I picked, I won't tell you which is which, because the second story is not as great, and I okay. don't want to slander anybody. Oh, okay, anybody. I get it. Yeah, yeah. So the first, <laughs> yeah. Because they're both lovely. Yeah. They're both really warm. Um, So the first guy we picked, I sort of messaged him and I said, this is what we're after. Um, We're pretty new to this. And obviously he's asking, one of his questions was, do you want to be DP'd? And me and my husband were like, oh, my God, yes, that sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. And w- when we saw his cock, I was like, no, I'm not I'm not putting that in while you're in my ass. Anyway, <laughs> Why, it was big? <laughs> what about, oh it's, it, it was humongous and it was <laughs> the biggest thing I've ever seen. And I, I my husband's not small. Um, right. But when, he, when this guy took his pants off, it was so funny. At the end of when we'd finished, my husband goes, will you come over here and look at this thing? Will you look at the size <laughs> of this thing? And I said, I don't want you to feel bad because this is freak show big. Like, this is not normal. Like, don't feel bad about it. So this is why he does what he does. And this is why you're paying for it. (laughs) Exactly. Um, So one of, a lot of my friends know, there probably is only two friends that don't know what I do. Mm -hmm. I'm really open about it on on Instagram. I share a lot of non-monogamous stuff. And I'm pretty, I'm very much an open book. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, and I have family on there, and I don't think family have ever been brave enough to go, what's this about? So yeah. everyone just doesn't say anything. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got probably two friends that don't know what I do, and the questions just never really come up. And every other friend who knows about my lifestyle has been nothing but supportive. Now, I don't know if I've got supportive, open-minded friends or if Australia is just a little bit more easygoing. Yeah. But I've never had an issue with it, and I think – what why that is is that we do have very I'm a frontline worker we both are Mm -hmm. Uh, we don't work together and I just think I just think that um if you meet us we're really quite normal and we're really like I'm extremely good at my job I really care about people and like I do so much to help the homeless and things like that and I think when you meet us people like oh they're so normal and they're so warm and they're such lovely people and one of my girlfriends said to me once, because so I'm like I consider myself to be a sapiosexual. Mm-hmm. So I'm attracted to brains. So um, I'm not into bodies. I'm not into muscles, and I'm not into you know like guys at the gym at all. It, you know, I <laughs> yeah. really like someone that can hold a conversation. And well, what about if a guy at the gym a can hold? You guys, you know, I have to say, because <laughs> I'm a gym rat, and I know a lot of guys from the gym, and I have to say they get such a bad fucking <laughs> rap because there was another girl on my show recently, Chloe, and she was like a BBW girl that got really into like fucking a lot of guys, and she was like, I used to hate gym rats, you know, but I found like they're actually like really nice guys. They're just always thought they were like douchebags and here you are like you know the stereotype is that they have like zero personality or something but it's not really true but anyway go on it's so funny yeah so um one of my friends who's oh she's just she's very religious but she she kind of accepts it but she'll always have something to say she kind of said to me once isn't it interesting though that when you pick your men on this website they're always they're always muscly and they're always you know good looking and they're always and I said yeah but when you go and pay for something, you want them to look the part, right? Yeah. So if, I mean, if I'm going to pay this much amount of money, they need to look like they look because I'm paying this much amount of money. Otherwise, I just go on Tinder and find some you know guy around the corner. And what I also think you're paying for, and I hate to say it, is this is the massive cock. Like the, the two guys that I've had, their cocks have been so, so huge. And I feel like this is what I'm after. This is what I'm paying for. Yeah, you're not um, looking for yeah, a date. So. You're not looking for the guy to bring home no. for Thanksgiving. It's That's no different right. than when guys just want to have sex with someone. I mean, like there's a difference between someone who maybe you're just going to have sex with and someone who you're going to, who's going to check off all the boxes for you you you're sapiosexual when it comes to like your real partners in life but when you're just gonna have a one two hours with somebody what the fuck does it matter you're gonna go for like those initial things that are just gonna be physical because that's all you're gonna be doing with that person so it makes sense come on yeah and I think I don't know if I've heard anyone else say this but um, my husband is big on they have to have a bigger dick than him like it's a thing like they just have to this is what I'm paying for Mm mm-hmm and he's very, how do I describe him? He's very, he's very generous. So and this, there's not a lot of books written about hot wifing. Um, I think the term seems relatively new, but there have always been men wanting to watch their wives fuck 
other men, but the term just seems to be super new. Um, we're not into cuckolding. I don't want to shame or put him down. I, I almost think um, this builds him up in my eyes. I think it takes someone really strong to watch their wife with another man and walk away, you know, knowing that she's going to come back to, to him, knowing, you know, knowing that, yeah, yeah, that he can loan her out in a sense, but she'll always come back to, to me. I think that's uh, quite reassuring and, and a bit of an, an ego boost as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yes. yes. So wait, so now tell me. So the first guy comes, he's too big. He asked you if you want DP, you're like, no way. And what <laughs> yes, happens when no. he actually gets there? What goes down? Okay, yes. This is really this is this is a fun story. Um so when we got to the hotel, we're all super nervous and like no one can sit down. I've had like too many drinks because I can't do this. <laughs> I was I was all right. I probably I was okay. I could walk and I knew what I was doing, but I was just like I need a drink. And so he messages us and he's like, I'm downstairs, I'm waiting here. And then we're like, do I go? Do you go? Do we go together? Um, you know, and you in the back of your mind, you just think, I hope you don't run into someone, you know, does this look weird? You're just like running all these scenarios through your head. Um, so we both went down to meet him and my husband said, oh, I think he was so, so, so pleasantly surprised. He just saw you with his eyes and he just couldn't take his eyes off of you. He goes, I, I think he was really pleasantly surprised and very happy to see what he saw. And I was like, okay, whatever. Um, and so we went up to the room and we had a drink and he poured the guy a drink. And like I had already told this guy, look, there's no degrading my husband. Um, he's, you know, you have to be nice to him. You have to respect him. Uh, this is what we're after. So my husband isn't into, my husband never watches porn ever, ever, mm-hmm. ever, ever. Mm-hmm. He doesn't watch porn. I watch a lot of porn. And so my husband said to him initially, well, I did all the, I do all the talking um, that we're not into what he calls throating. So, you know, when people are in porn and they like shove the girl's head onto the guy's cock and she ends up gagging. Yeah. My husband hates that. He hates it. He goes, I don't want any roughness. I want it to be about her pleasure. I want, I want her to be taken care of. I want her to be spoiled in a sense. I don't want it to be rough. I want I want it to be super seductive. So we told this guy all this stuff and he was really good. So, But when we walked through the room, he sat on the couch and we went around the corner and my husband was making a drink and he kind of looks over at me and he gives me like this thumbs up. And I looked at him and I was like, what? And he's like, another thumbs up. I'm like, what? And he's like, do you like him? And I go, I, I guess so. And he goes, well, well, do you? I go, well, yeah, he's okay. It's all really weird when you have to tell your husband that, you know, someone else you're about to have sex with. They're like, yeah, he's hot. Yeah, yeah, I'll do him for you. And it was entirely new and I'd come from a place where he was really insecure. So I was just like, are you sure? You're not going to be able to unsee this. And my husband just kept saying, there's nothing you can possibly do that will make me leave you. I will never leave you. You know you know this, right? And I was like, I know, but I don't want it to damage the relationship, etc. Anyway, he's like giving me the thumbs up and I think he liked him. So we sat down on the couch. He's, my hubby sat down opposite and I sat down next to the guy and I just motor mouthed and motor mouthed and motor mouthed and talked and talked. And, <laughs> and you know, the guy's probably like, because you were I could nervous. Hubby, <laughs> yeah, because I was so nervous. Yeah. I was like, how do you start this? Yeah. Um, and so, there was a point that I don't remember, but my husband said there was a point where, because I'm pretty heavily tattooed, the guy came over and he kind of mentioned my tattoos and he touched one of them and I flinched. I moved over and my husband said, oh, my God, I bet you at that point this guy was thinking this night's fucked. This is going to be a really shit night. Like if she's just flinched because I'm touching her arm, yeah, yeah. what's this going to be? Yeah. But it was really just that uncertainty and Eventually, my husband, it would have been an hour, so we don't had him for two hours, and an hour had gone by, and my husband looked at his phone, and he goes, so can can we kind of get things rolling? And as soon as he said that, I relaxed. He goes, can we kind of get this going? And I was like, okay. So we went into the bedroom, and I said, I, I don't know, can you, like, start with, like, massaging me or something? Because, like, I'm frozen in just, like, I don't know what to do. Um, so he did, he started like, I lay on the bed and then he started massaging me from behind and like, I could feel how hard he was. Like I reached around, I could feel how hard he was. And then I felt a bit better. This guy's thing was the thickest thing I've ever seen. 
And eventually after the massage, like this particular guy, he wouldn't go down on the girls. So when, when he came out, that was one of his things. Like I don't eat women out. So that was a bit disappointing, but I can understand where he's coming from. Yeah. You don't like it either. (laughs) So yes. So I started with a massage and then I gave him a blow job. I, my husband was sitting on a chair and I was kind of like, are you okay with this? You okay? We kept checking in. Are you all right with this? We had a no kissing rule, which he thinks I almost break, broke, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and he says, and he will say his favorite part of the night is when he could watch his massive dick going to me. He goes, it was just like, and my husband's not vulgar. Uh, he goes, it was just like your pussy just like took the whole thing. It just like slid in and I didn't think it would take it and it just took the whole thing. Oh, my God. Yeah. And how was um, it for you? And it was oh, pretty exciting, very exhilarating and very, I can't believe this is, it's very, I can't believe this is happening. I can't believe you're watching. It's It's just so exciting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it felt like that with the girls as well, I think. Just having an extra person there feels exciting. So we... We don't swing or we don't go to swingers clubs. So we also, we always say, I think like the, a third person is enough for us. Like three is the right number. And and um, having it the way that you have it where it's very structured and was with these people's very controlled yes. kind of environment and everything <laughs> up yes. front really works. Yeah, it really works for us. And um, it, my husband often laughs about this because he does mention about how so one of the reasons he doesn't want to have sex with any of the girls is he needs to feel an emotional attachment to a woman before he puts his penis in her. And he always laughs because I am more like the male where I can just have sex. And um, the guy that we did, the first guy, he was like, oh, if you give me a minute, I can go again. And I'm like, no, we're good. That's fine. You can go. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and there's this role reversal in our house. So my husband does the cooking. He does the shopping. And he does, I don't cook, I've never cooked for 13 years. And he does the cooking, he does the, sh- the food shopping. And I'll do things like I'll take the bin out or if there's like a spider, he'll call me and he'll be, he'll be like, kill the spider. So there's almost a role I reversal. Bet you, yeah, you put the kids' toys together and hang up the pictures too. I do, I do. Yeah, yeah. I'm the things same like way, that. yeah. So I do all the boy stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's cool because I yeah. feel like as women, you know, I feel like we should do we should be a bit tougher. Yeah. And, but that's, you, you found the perfect guy for you. I mean, that's the perfect match, that kind of a guy with a woman like yeah. you, you know, for sure. It's very chalk and cheese. Um, mm-hmm. So he's extremely conservative. I'm very loud and outgoing and it just, yeah, it, it, it somehow works. works. Yeah. And the people that know what we do, a lot of my girlfriends have said, oh, he doesn't look like that kind of guy. He doesn't look like that guy who would be into that kind of stuff. And um, he's never given me those vibes. And I'm like, well, I hope my husband isn't giving you those vibes. And I hope he's not making <laughs> you feel uncomfortable. Yeah. And I think what people don't understand, and you say this a lot on your show, is the people doing this, they're not perverts. They're normal right. people. That's the whole point. Yeah. Yeah. They're like frontline workers, like you said. They're frontline workers. They're you guys. They're they're not these like perverts that live on a a deserted island that that they look creepy or you feel weird around them. I've met creepy people. They might have, and then they could be totally vanilla. It has nothing to do with what they're doing sexually. I mean, there's uh, sexual perverts that are dark and creepy for sure, but. The people that come on my show are regular people. That's like the whole point of it. Yeah. Just like, and that's what you said, which is I think is wonderful that you guys really are out because what you are teaching people in your life is like, look, like this is, you know us. So they know that you guys are normal people and you happen to do that. So then they realize like, oh, yeah. regular people that we know that are good people that give to yeah, others. Yeah, good you know, people. Yeah, are, do, yeah, do this kind of thing. That's what's going down. That's the people. That's who, who does it. It's not like these uh, this thing. I don't know. You know, it's not always so dark. It always, yeah, it, always, it does have a bad, like BDSM, I mean, we're not into that, but that always has like a bad connotation attached to it as well. And, you know, all the, you know, there was misadventure and that's why they got killed or something. I mean, there was a case in Australia where... Um, <laughs> Someone had met someone and they went to their place for like a threesome and then someone ended up buried in the backyard. And then all of a sudden it's always like, oh, that's what happens when you go looking for a threesome. Please, it's like, actually, I it's watch, not. Like, and please, yeah. I watch a lot of Dateline, okay? And you, all you have to do is get <laughs> fucking married and you're going to wind up in a, in a garbage can chopped up, okay? 
Uh, so many women are chopped <laughs> up by their husbands for no reason. No threesomes going on there. They're just killed for, you know, because nothing. <laughs> so I'm sorry. The, people always want to attach. I even heard Dr. Drew once talking. I was like, what a fucking asshole. Because I always really liked him. And I liked him on <laughs> intervention. But he was Who talking. Who is Dr. Drew? Is, he's a very famous, like, that, sex therapist. or but and Okay, right. Yeah. You know, he's very famous. But I, I really him. like him. He does yeah. intervention and drug stuff. But he was talking about how, oh, they were talking about swinging and stuff. And they were talking about it. He was saying, oh, just how it just never works out in the couples. It's always terrible. And I'm like, well, you know, maybe it's who you're talking to because I have a million people on my show where it does. And, you know, there's regular people in regular marriage where things aren't working. It's not necessarily always like the swinging or opening it up that's that ruins relationships, you know. So I just felt like I can't can't believe like that that's his experience. Uh, of course, at nothing is always a hundred percent one way, you know. And I'm, the, I love to yeah. show situations that go awry and things that don't work out because I'm a realist and that's real life. Yeah. Uh, and you could learn yeah. from those, but you know, there are certainly enough examples of people out there doing it successfully that you could take uh, yeah. advice from too. So go on. So now that was your, so you, so it's exhilarating. You kind of like having that other person watch. Now you have another experience with a guy again, right? You guys go back for more to a different we do. guy, we right? We go back. So the, the first one was uh, really successful. Yeah. Um, so the second guy we hired, um, personality wise was amazing. Like my husband said, he felt like he was someone he could hang out with Um didn't really go into all these guys have only fans as well so I've always looked them up and gone oh, okay he's he's cock looks huge I'll I'll hire this guy yeah so didn't really go into what we wanted and I feel like we didn't explain it properly enough so it might be a little bit on us but he came in and he was really lovely to speak to my husband said that he's someone I feel like I could hang out with outside of this he's he was really personable and so down to earth and really easy to talk to and he allowed filming this one particular guy, which is why we've paid so much. Uh-huh. However, why we went into the bedroom and he fingered me so hard that I ended up bleeding. Oh my goodness! A lot. Were you like, so into yeah, so he, it he was, that you just like allowed it, even though it was really hurting? Into it. Or yeah. Oh, okay. Like I did, but I did. It wasn't hurting. Right. Like right, it was right. just rough. It wasn't yeah, yeah. hurting, and then all of a sudden, there's like blood on these bed sheets, and that my mind just snapped from being into it to, oh my god, I'm so sorry. Um, and then I couldn't pull away from that. Like I was really in my head about the bleeding. He's like, that's fine, and I was like, oh my god, no. And and he had been eating me out as well, so it was very, it was very like, oh, I'm so embarrassed. I've, you know, I'm not on my period. I promise. So it would have was it, once he stopped, I stopped bleeding. Yeah. So it was the roughness of it. Oh, this is going to sound really bad. And I got in my head about this as well. Like he just couldn't stay hard. So it was really disappointing. Um, my husband had sex with me while I gave him a blowjob and I, he couldn't stay hard. And he just struggled to stay hard. And he, we were like, I don't know, has he seen too many clients today? What's <laughs> going on? He made you is he, he, is he worn out? Maybe he was that. Yeah, well, that's exactly, yeah. That's right. And that's why I felt so crappy about it. And I'm like, oh, is it me? Is it, did I ruin the mood? Yeah. So. No, it was the bleeding. Just like it ruined it for you, it might have ruined it for him. He must have been horrified <laughs> that he did that to you. Don't you think? Yeah. And he was, yeah, he was also a bit rough. So he did a lot of that. Yeah, but normally on, you, know. you could do rough, rough things and someone doesn't bleed. I think that that was yes. like, right? I mean, so yeah. I, I, I don't think that that typically happens. It probably took him as much of surprise as you. Yeah, correct. So um, I was really, I couldn't sort of get out of my head about that. And then he eventually, um, we had sex, but he didn't come, whereas the first guy did. And I feel like if you're paying X amount of money, then it should be, (laughs) you should, you should be like guaranteed to come or at least stay hard. So um, we have a video of it that is obviously just for our eyes only. um, And I just can't watch it. I'm just like watching my, first of all, I hate my voice. And then I'm watching myself go, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, oh, I just ruined the whole video. <laughs> and yeah, then my husband's was... got this video. Yeah, we, we don't watch it very much. He watches it. I can't watch it. And he's like, no, you just have to get to the good bits. I'm like, are there though? Because he wasn't very hard. And I was just, yeah. Well, I think <laughs> so especially really I, not second just time. The, yeah, but I think not just with the guy getting 
he can't get it hard. Maybe you get a little bit of money back. I also think with the girl having a bad <laughs> odor, you should get some money back too because that's fucked up. I'm sorry. Like that's like um, I know. Yeah, that's not common. I'm like as a woman, I've no, never no, smelled yeah, bad. Like I, I mean, you know, even if you're sick and you don't shower for a day, like you don't start to smell. Like something must have been wrong with her. And if that's like your job, you can't <laughs> show up like that. I'm sorry. So that's right. I think it's and a if it's your job, you can't show up like that. Yeah, I'm sorry, but like that's a situation. Yeah, I know. Like it's like my husband's been very spoiled in this area. He's like, you always smell and taste amazing. Um, <laughs> so I'm like, thank you, but you're biased. But yeah. With the first guy, this is a funny story because I know you like funny stories. Yeah. So my husband is an extremely good host. So I'll have girlfriends over and he'll cook us from scratch a three-course meal. Um, wow. And this one time I had a girlfriend over and she had no socks on and he'd sent me a text message and he's like, your friend's got no socks on. It's cold, right? So he's like this this host and if like he'll cater everything. And so he's forever the good host. Yeah. And with the first guy, I finished, we both finished. I was on top of him when he came and we were puffed out and I was sort of just sitting on him. And like he had come and I had come and my husband was just standing there and he looked at us and I love this about him. He goes, I'm I'm just going to go get you guys some water. And he just left the room. <laughs> really? I don't think what was cute about, yeah, he yeah. just left. First of all, he's gone from like, I, I need to watch. And, you know, there was a real trust for me when he said, I'm just going to go get you guys some water. And he left the room. Yeah. And he went and got us two bottles of water and came back. And I, he was like, here, I've got you guys some water. And I was like, oh, <laughs> you're like forever the good host. You've gone to get us water and we're all puffed out. And he's like, well, and when, when the guy left, he goes, well, I didn't think you were going to get off his dick. And I go, I didn't want to. <laughs> that is hilarious. I mean, can so, you believe you so went funny. from this is a guy that was saying, oh, I could never watch you to, with someone else to this. Yeah. So I think um, I often try and look into the psychology of hot wifing and I do, I'd like, there aren't enough articles on it and there aren't enough books on it. I think Insatiable Wives comes close to being one of the books about hot wifing. I'm really spoiled. I'm really lucky. If I want something, I get it. And I'm not talking about, you know, like Mercedes Benz and Maseratis. I'm talking like if I go, I want to go out for dinner tonight, I get it. I want that piece of jewelry, I get it. I want that Louis Vuitton handbag, I get it. Yeah. So everything I want, I get, and I'm really, I am very spoiled. And I think in a sense, he sees this as another way of spoiling me. And he often refers to it as I'll get you a big cock. Oh, I know you want a big cock. You want to, I'll get you one. I'll get you one. And it was, it's almost a sense of spoiling. And even with the females, he, he always said to the girls, I want to watch you spoil her. I want to watch her obviously be pleasured as an outsider. I want to watch her just be, ex, you know, being pure ecstasy. So I think there's a common theme of these men that love to spoil their wives. Is that compersion maybe to, really? Like just seeing the other yeah, person so compersion. right happy and yeah, and living through their happiness, I yeah. suppose. Yeah, yeah, a little bit of that so, too. So we occasionally still talk about doing another girl, but now I just don't know if I could. And then it depends on my mood, obviously. I think what's interesting about people is when they find, when people find out this is the kind of lifestyle you live, and I'm not talking about my friends, I'm talking about, you know, like you say, your listeners sometimes are in shock that this is what people do. What's interesting is I've always been a really highly sexual sexual person. I, whatever relationship I've been in, I've had lots and lots and lots of sex. And I love my porn. And my, like I said, my husband doesn't watch any and I watch a lot of porn. And so I don't know what the percentage is of people who watch porn, but I know it's high. So a lot of the people that point fingers and say, I can't believe you're doing this. I can't believe you're doing that. They're actually watching what we're living. I feel like they sit there and they judge, but they'll go home and they'll watch their porn, which will have an orgy, or they'll watch their porn, which will have a male, you know, MMF or an FFM. And they'll watch that, but then because you're living it, you're the disgusting one. Yeah. Well, I think Does that makes sense. Yeah. Well, I think that sometimes, when especially when someone has a very strong uh, feeling against something, it might be because it's something that they wish they could do, and they just don't have the balls to do it, or maybe they would never try it. It's some some sort of intense desire in them. Because like, I, there's a lot of things I'm not into, but so who cares? Like, why do you care? If you, if but if when you do yeah. care a lot. 
I feel like maybe you need to yeah. look into that yeah. a little bit. And I do think that when, you know, <laughs> yeah. in my day and age, everyone was very sexually repressed and people couldn't do things. And so everybody really looked at everybody else and judged them. And I think it was just all jealousy because people weren't being able to be open and doing all the things sexually that they wanted to do. So, you know, anyone that's really, like I said, having strong emotions about you doing it it's, and then they run home and watch it. I mean, come on. There's one thing about saying, you know what? I would never do that. And I don't never want to do it. That's fine. But to be like judgmental about it really harshly, I think that there's always, I think underneath that is maybe they have that same desire. Same thing with guys that are so anti-guy on guy action. I mean, come on. It's like, you know, psychology 101. Yeah. (laughs) Right? Perfect. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I, I'm gl- I love your show for the fact that it, it kind of destigmatizes people and they are just normal people. And I think this is probably the only show that, I mean, I know there's a few out there, but this one's this one's really good. You have such a wide variety of people on your show. It's, you know, and you really don't discriminate. You've got cheaters, people who go after married men. Like, it's just, there's no discrimination, which no, is amazing. I, so it's good to just hear stories. I'm glad you said that because I actually recommended a guy that was into cheating. He wrote a cheater's handbook or something. I forget what it was, but I recommended it to one of my podcaster friends and they were like, I would never have someone that cheats. I'm like, what do you mean? Like, first of all, not all cheaters are the same. And even the ones that are really bad, it's like important yeah. to put that story out there because you learn and you grow. I don't know. You know, it's not, I'm not like saying anything's yeah. right or wrong or condoning, but you have to hear people's story. I think it's really important. I watched a documentary over the winter break and it was like the Pepsi documentary. And there was this guy on there, Michael Abinati, yeah. <laughs> who was like this really scumbag lawyer uh, involved in the whole Trump thing. But they showed... Uh, some of his life story in that and it really made me look at him different and made me think about how he is and maybe why he's in that way because you know and that's the kind of connections I like to make I, I like to be as non-judgmental about people as possible and I think the more you learn about them the less likely you would be judgmental so I think you know hearing someone's yeah. whole story uh, helps to not just normalize, but humanize people. First of all, we're not here to be fucking perfect. I think we could yeah. learn from uh, cheaters and you could also, you know, it, maybe it changes your mind of what you think a cheater is and every cheater's story is different. And so, yeah, I don't yeah. draw a line unless it's something illegal. And I've had a couple times where I've had people <laughs> write in and it's like a guy that likes looking up women's skirts. And to me, that's like, uh, uh, you know, if yeah, someone's going to come on and talk about privacy. that. Yeah, if someone thinks yeah. that there's that's a turn on to them and that's fucking great and they want to come on and talk about how hot that is. I won't have that on, but I had like on two guys that had that and they came on because they felt addicted to it and they felt horrible about what they were doing, you know, and so that I love. I'm so glad that you called in and showed your story because like I say, always, I could talk to a million hot wives or people that have open relationships or swingers or cheaters and every story is going to be a little different and different. Yeah. Your guy's story I love because you have specifically kept it to escorts. And I think that maybe some people that are looking to open up their relationship might be like, oh, you know what? I like the yeah. the reasoning for them doing it and the way that it works. Like maybe that's the way we should go because I think that there is some safety in in it for yes, a certain in a certain kind of way that some people would relate to. Maybe yeah. some people wouldn't be into <laughs> it, but I get it. Yeah. I do. I do. I would never use an app. I know, and it sounds super paranoid, but and I always joke about ending up in someone's trash can. Yeah, me um, too. But obviously that doesn't happen <laughs> because I listen to your show and, and a lot of people do use apps and no one ends up, no, not all the time, but they don't end up dead. I, I get why you do it and everybody's wired differently. And that's why I think everyone's... Yeah. Sh- you know, stories are interesting because someone might say, oh, you know what, that might work for me because they're wired more like you, you know, and everybody's different. So I like that you called in and shared your story because it, like I said, it is different. After doing my show for eight years, it's hard to find very different things, but I feel like everyone's story is actually different because everyone's unique. With the the ethical non-monogamy umbrella every relationship is just catered to and and to that person 
you know, that, that you can always tweak and cater it and change it. And it's, it's always specific to that person, isn't it? It's just this umbrella of non-monogamy, but then underneath it, here, here's our rules and here's how we do it. And this is, this person does it differently and you can really, you can really change it to what you want. I think. Yeah. As long as, and to me, the most important thing is that it's consensual because listen, people over at YouTube are always being very judgy about people's stuff. But I'm like, if the people, <laughs> both people in this situation are down with it and it works with it, that's what's most important. That's what it's all about. Yeah. That you and your partner are you know really being cool with each other and how each other feels and it sounds like you guys are I have really hot pictures of you for people to see over on my Patreon you already sent them to me I'm not putting your face pic up hey. there <laughs> but I'll put the other <laughs> pics uh, up there so Ooh. people want to see them go there thank you so much for calling in now we were supposed to have your your husband on but he could come on maybe yes. and do a whole episode himself maybe if he wants you know a separate one oh, I don't mind that I've done that before yeah. Right? Okay. Yes, that sounds really good. I'll, I'll have to twist his arm. Yeah, twist. He, he's super timid. Okay, so if he doesn't <laughs> want to, he doesn't have to. We were going to do it where you talk first and then him, but you filled up the whole yeah. hour. So sorry, but maybe, okay. you know, he could come on another time if he wants to. But if not, that's totally cool. Perfect. And stay tuned because this will Thank all you, be up very soon. What do we call you again? Jade. Yay. Jade, I like that name. Jade. Jade. <laughs> all right, Jade, thank you so much for calling thank in. Thank you. Bye. Have a lovely day. You too. Bye. Bye. Hey everyone, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe, like, and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.